Now, let me ask you this. When um, Joey came back to the room, was Darius Rucker with him singing, I only want to be with you? This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Yellow. Hey, hey. Brap. Well, there you go. We got one in the wild. That's a good cold open. Okay. Sorry about that. Brap. Um, I actually uh, had a couple of more nominees for my sayings. We can keep this for the podcast if you want. A couple of things occurred to me that maybe should make the catchphrase list. What catchphrase list are we talking about? What, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I have a list Vegas. of all my catchphrases. You know, that oh, kind of yeah. thing. And Oh. You never know. And, you know, that kind of bullshit. Oh, yeah. Give them to me. Okay. What are they are? Yeah. What are they? You want them now? Yeah. Okay. One of them is quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yep. Okay. Are, that qualifies? Actually, is this going to be in the book? Is this what, like, what you're, what you're yeah, doing? Yeah. This will, you know, we'll, we'll do something with it. T shirts, <laughs> books, quite a bit. And the other one was, I'm the kind of guy that. Yeah. You like that one. You always brag that that's a thing you do, but. I love that. But you don't do it that much. I know I don't. I got to start. I'm the kind of guy that... I'm the kind of guy that says I'm going to start doing stuff and then doesn't do it. Right, exactly. Exactly. And it should be, grammatically, it should be, I'm the kind of guy who, but I think it's funnier as, I'm the kind of guy that, which is also an, an, an homage to Alan Cherry, the inventor. Language is annoying. Why? It's like, I just hate that I always have to, like, check myself and, like, I spend so much time just making sure shit is spelled right. I know. And making sure I'm using this in the right, and it's just, like, it's annoying. Yeah. It's just, I wish I just didn't have to feel, like, I wish people weren't, like, so quick to, like, hound mistakes. You know, like, it's, I'm, like, terrified out here. Yeah. I feel you. Um, and How often are you doing that? You're, like, you're a professional writer. I love how I'm complaining about that. No, no, I, I do it a lot. How often are you Googling how to spell something? I Google meanings. I Google spelling. Um, I'm constantly learning about grammar. But one of the arguments I have with my boss all the time is the, I think, I think language and grammar are flexible and fluid. I don't think they're finite. I, I don't think they're non-changeable. I think that there should be, like if I say, here, here's an example. I'm quoting a guy who says, you know what, we just got to get better, okay? He is saying G-O-T-T-A. He's not right. saying we, we got to get better. He's saying we got to get better. And so if I try to quote him exactly, or if I, by, my, by me, use the phrase gotta, I always get blowback. Like, it's got to. You know, we can't, we can't write slang. And I'm like, why not? Why can't we? Eh, I'm with you. Juju got to. <laughs> <laughs> my dad yeah, just sneezed yeah. all over your joke yeti oh i know what happened what did he we're say cooking by the way yeti i don't know if you've been listening we're, we're, we're rolling cooking it like we're, we're already a couple minutes in my dad we got some good stuff so far i'm feeling good about it oh i've heard he, he's that kind of guy that and yeah uh, and he brapped, he's got a book he's working on a, a coffee table book yeah we caught a brap in the wild it's been an episode so far i, I heard the brap right. in the wild while i was uh in the middle of urinating speaking yeah. of books can i reveal Something that hasn't been made public yet about another book I'm doing besides the one with McGill. Wow. Or should I not? 
I mean, I haven't even talked to you about it. So I'm feeling like as as your you know representative out here who makes sure you don't do stupid things, okay, I'm nervous we, knowing okay. that I'm learning of this with the audience right now. But go if, ahead. If we shouldn't say this, we can edit it out. But and, and this is not a serious book like the McGill book, but uh, I have gotten the OK to do a book serializing my back in my day. Rants. Right. I, I knew that that was something you wanted to do, and I knew that that's what you were going to just say. I just didn't know that you'd gone ahead and signed a deal because, like, you know. Well, I haven't signed a deal yet. The way you, the way you, the way you negotiated this podcast, I, I really think you should be having other people look at these things. That's a good you point. Just... Yeah, for real, Greg. But I think it's going to be more than just back in my day. I think it's going to be maybe incorporating some soup recipes or, you know, all this kind of bullshit. So I've, I've had a title thinking about this book for a long time that the subtitle should be, cause you, you said this in one back in my day years ago, you just like, we're on it. And you said, you know, because people won't leave well enough alone. And I was like, that's the <laughs> subtitle to the book right there. That That is good. It's not bad. It's definitely somewhere on the book. That's not bad. <laughs> that's right. Before we get started. So are we leaving, are, are we leaving all that in? Are you good revealing that? I don't care. Okay. What do I care? Somebody's going to steal my idea. You know, somebody's going to do do my back in my days. I mean, Lou Rafter will steal it. He's already made a Stugat's personal record book. Yeah. What? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Okay. Maybe we shouldn't have that then. <laughs> oh my Lord. Are you serious? No, it's fine. As long as you're going to do it soon, I think it's fine. All right. We'll do it soon. Um, <laughs> All right, we'll do I, it soon. I always say that before we start the episode, even though we've already started the episode, but I love a callback. Hang on just a second. What are you doing? Are you doing another blowfish? <laughs> God, that was annoying last week. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love callbacks, so I have two quick ones. What did you just grab? I really want to know what you just grabbed. What you? I, I turned on my light because it's dark here. Oh. Um, okay, my first callback. Uh, last week's episode when we're discussing Jokic and how great he is and why he's great or why he's boring, Yeti said something that had I heard it live, I would have gotten into a raging argument with him. You did hear it live. Yeti said more than once the phrase, talking to me, what you're trying to say is... Oh, I owned it too. I said, I might be greg explaining here. Yes, you did even. You even said that. And yeah. and that is, that that's why I always listen to the episodes again. Why like, don't you try listening in the moment, though, too, a little better? <laughs> like, we could probably work on it some, like... I know, I should. It would have been great for... We haven't had an awkward moment in a long time ever since I trampled all over you having a heartfelt thing about your dad. No, that's... Okay, that's a pet... Don't tell me what I'm trying to say when I've just said it. You are correct. <laughs> I will speak for myself, thank you. And so I, I, I want to get that off my chest. You're correct, and I'm sorry. I understand that what you're trying to tell me now, what you're trying to say, is that I shouldn't do that again. Exactly. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. That's what I am but, saying. But, nah, but okay. I actually, but I think Yeti was right there to try to, let, like, like we were all doing, like, all you were saying was uh, boring to watch. And we were just like, oh, is this what you mean? Because, like, he's he's not boring. Like, what, like you know what I mean? He's not a, a great with the media. Like, Yeti was trying to just, like, I think this is where you're headed kind of thing. I, I thought it was fine. Okay. I don't need anyone to speak for me. I speak for myself professionally. I, I speak for myself in, in my writing. You and write I don't professionally. Need any interpretation. Talk. I don't need any interpretation on what I'm trying to say. But... The other point, uh, second callback, this involves you, Christopher. Um, I asked you last week, you were headed to Vegas, and I want to talk about that because, man, you picked a bad game to go to. <laughs> and I said, bring me back a pearl. 
and you didn't know what I meant. You thought, bring me back a gift, buy me some jewelry. I meant a pearl of information. So I want you to tell me a little bit about your Vegas trip that, uh, that you haven't told anyone yet. I actually have a good one. I totally blew it because of the Levitard show. And it's funny because I did a hit the day after the game. And of acid? Thank you. That, no. Hey, Grayson. <laughs> the morning after the game, I had to do the hit the next morning on the Levitard show at 6 a.m. Oh, my God. Our time. Like okay. 9 a.m. for Levitard show, 6 a.m. our time. Awful. So the night after the game, I'm having a great time. We like were apart, like, ra- like all these like Vegas fans are going nuts after the game. I end up meeting up with people and we met up with like this comedian who is hooked up in Vegas and he was going to take us places. And I was thinking, all right, am I about to embark on a crazy night and do that hit on no sleep or should I be responsible <laughs> and go back? So I, as my daughter just walks behind me loudly and like slams doors, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but I saw her. Hi, Graceland. Hey, Graceland. Hi, Graceland. Um, <laughs> it warms my heart every time. So, I want her to be a co-host on the show full time. So at one point, I'll the night a happy meal a week right, as Jesus payment. Christ. So at one point, the night seemed like it had a lull. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be responsible. I'm going back. Parenthetically, I ended up still oversleeping by about 15 minutes for the hit. So I should have just gone out if I was going to oversleep anyways. I missed an epic night. My friend Joey and two other guys that we were linked up with in Vegas, I screwed up. They had like an epic night. They met a bunch of celebrities. I, I feel weird. What? I don't know if I should be saying. Actually, they, they posted these pictures on social media. Uh, Darius Rucker, a bunch of professional poker players. Then they ended up going to the nightclub where the Stanley Cup was. I, I posted a picture on social media as if I was at that club. That was just a video <laughs> of my friends. Like I was not actually there. Wow. I blew it. I mean, I did. I, I was responsible, but like it turned in like my friend Joey was staying in my room, like barges in at 5 a.m. And it's just like it was epic. I was right next to the <laughs> cup. I was being heckled by a a, a a Knights player for wearing the shirt. Like I talked to Darius Rucker for 20 minutes about the Dolphins. Like I, I fist bumped <laughs> Phil Ivey. And it was just like I actually fist bumped <laughs> Phil Ivey when we were doing the poker thing. But like it was just OK. Look at me, Louie. It okay. was just like I I have so much regret, and I do you? I mean, really? I mean, it was just it just seemed like a, a night, and and the hit was like really quick. Like I could have just been tired. I was tired for the hit, regardless. So like, <sighs> I'm just now. Let me ask you this: When um, Joey came back to the room, was Darius Rucker with him, singing "I Only Want to Be with You"? <laughs> wow, that's no. a visual. No, he wasn't. <laughs> okay, I'm just I gotta ask. I'm a journalist. Okay, that that was pretty good. That was not a bad pearl. We got there Monday night, and the game was Tuesday night. And Tuesday, all during the day, we were running around doing a bunch of content. There, there's actually a story on uh, at the Venetian too. I don't know if I'm ready to tell that story though. Maybe I'll tell it in a few weeks. Let's let's let the like we went on the right and yeah, I've done that. There's just a story involved with like when we went to go shoot that. So, but I, okay. I think I'm gonna let that one sit for a little bit before we keep keep it for the Greg Cody show. I don't know. I could see it creeping its way on air at the Levitard show at some point, but we'll see. I'll try. Okay. By the way, I'm only working like a, a few days. Like this is, we got a long weekend here. We got a vacation coming up, a cruise, by the way. I don't know if we're going to be doing, are we doing a, a cr- another cr- a crep episode, a cruise episode? <laughs> Somebody at the watch party singled that episode out as like his favorite episode ever. Yes, that's true. Really? Yeah. Who was yes. that? I can't remember. That was jo- our friend, John, who worked for an NHL show. Right. Who, like, like super fan. Who, like went there, who went near the arena like hours before he needed to. Because he was like, I got to see these guys. 
Yeah. Awesome dude. Really nice. He's like, that cruise episode was the best. And I was like, you know what? Funny you mention it. We're going on a cruise in a couple of weeks. So yeah, we like, are. We could we'll probably do some. We'll probably at least who knows if it'll be like a full episode, but like we'll definitely have some snippets from our cruise. I'm prepared to make whatever episodes happen. We'll figure it out. We're gonna be sending some stuff. I feel like we will. Um we'll we probably have- record a little episode ahead of time and then like toss to here's all the content we do on the ship and then we'll just you'll get it. Yeah. We can't go on an Alaskan cruise though and not convey that somehow on the podcast because you know if I'm listening to a podcast and they're in uh you know Bolivia I want to hear about Bolivia. You, you want to hear a podcast where they're like, so here we are. We are in Bolivia. It <laughs> is. Exactly right. uh, it's on Bolivia. It is. It's on Bolivia. That's <laughs> 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 good. <laughs> Thank you. We, we actually did get a voicemail from a listener uh, that will be that could might be featured in an upcoming Greg's Mail Sack episode from Sao yeah. Paulo, Brazil. So nice. There you go. I, I can't wait to get back into Greg's Mail Sack. Haven't haven't seen Greg's Sack in a while. Nope. I'm going to wash my mail sack uh, just in anticipation of that. What? In, in anticipation of that <laughs> is what I meant to say. All Edit right. Out. <laughs> Where were we? Uh, maybe it's time for a break. Yeah. Anytime we peter out, it's always good. Real cream. Hey, cool cats. Tired of suffering from prolonged virginity? Want to attract the kittens like a fancy lad? Well, a little dab will do you, and two will do you double. Brill Cream. Guys, put your hands on your tube and squeeze. Brill Cream. Dabbing it. Brill Cream. A little dab will do you. Brill Cream. What's the matter to you? Fancy lad must always look so debonair. Brill Cream. A little dab will do you. Brill Cream. What's the matter to you? All the ladies love a lad with Brill Cream. All right, and we're back. Dad, I think it's your turn this week to handle the Sheets and Giggles ad. So take it away. No, let's not do that. I, I, I'm just calling you out because right okay. before you're like, so Yeti, Chris, you guys uh, going to handle this? So uh, thank you. Although I like it. S&G, come on. What a pitch man my dad is. Like, I, it's no it's no surprise that, you know, ever since Sheets and Giggles has joined us, their stock is raised through the roof, even Sheet though they're it. not. I don't think they're public. But anyways. <laughs> okay. If they were. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, guys. Have I told you enough? It's a game changer. Colin loves that phrase that I've kind of coined, and it really is a game changer. The best sheets you've ever had, the best pillow. It's the pr- See, I, I almost want to focus on the pillow today because the pillow, you don't have to flip it. I've never had a pillow before that you don't have to flip. This pillow stays cool throughout the whole night. It's perfect. It's like my head's in a little cocoon. It's just like, hey, this is yours and you're mine, and I love you. And you don't have to flip me. I'm going to be here right by your side all night, and it's delightful. Promo code NICEHAT, sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. You know, I had a dream last night that my wife left me and it woke up. I woke up and it felt real and I was really sad. And you were like, I still have sheets and giggles. You, you know what? You know where my head wasn't? It wasn't <laughs> on my sheets and giggles pillow. It was beside me instead. And uh, I can only imagine like, you know, which head <clears throat> I thought you were going to go with the joke of, hey, my wife left me last night. But I still was like, I have a. I, <laughs> I was have all great comforted sheets. by the pillow. You're like, no, <laughs> you're like, if I was there, resting, like, I if I was resting my giant skull on my wonderful sheets and giggles pillow, I guarantee I would not have had that dream. We would yeah. have had better dreams instead. Yep. Maybe like the one she's had of me, where I'm having an affair with Charlize Theron. But 
that's that's a story for another time. All right, Dad. Now it's your turn for improv. Give us your <laughs> give us your sheets and giggles improv. Shimprov. I, I you know what sheets and giggles. It's the best. I sleep on it every night. I sleep like a baby. I cry all night. No, I'm just kidding. I sleep like a baby, the good baby, the it's baby that cries. sleeps through the night. You're so happy that you're just like <laughs> right. so- tears of joy. No, it's great. It's the best product uh, going. I mean, any you know, it, it's just perfect. And what's the website? I don't know. You say it. Dad, we ju- I just, I was <laughs> saying Giggles.com. I don't know. It's no, Sheets Giggles. Not and. It's SheetsGiggles.com slash Greg. Promo Ooh. code? Greg. Dad. No! Wow. This is epic. Promo code what? Nice hat. Nice hat. <laughs> I love those nice hats. They're flying off the shelves. You know how we just. We don't even have shelves. They're flying off them. You know how we just talked about listening better in the show? Yeah. You're right. <laughs> All right, speaking of listening, uh, you know what I've been hearing lately out of Mike Ryan? Oh, poor me. I'm so sad. I want to quit the show. Christopher, I rarely ask you about the inner machinations of the Levitard show, but I just have to say, when Mike Ryan is whining, I'm enjoying the show less and less. What does that mean? Because let me tell you something. I'm on the show. I get the show. But sometimes when something like this happens, I honestly don't know, because Mike can be a little mercurial. I don't know whether he's genuinely upset, whether this is a gimmick. What can you tell us? I can tell us. I can can tell you that I also sometimes don't know where the bit stops. You know, like all of us, some people have bad days. And, you know, overall, I I never get the sense that Mike isn't happy doing the show. But he says, you know, I kind of believe him when he says, that it recently hasn't been that fun for him. As dad, your forearm's bleeding. I was just um, noticed that. <laughs> other one. But, but well, my bad. But other than that, like <laughs> you know, we all have bad days, right? Because because the bays, we all have bad bays. The the David Samson the David Samson thing is to me is not a bit. Like I I think he's genuinely upset about some stuff, but we won't we won't go there. You mean Samson's genuinely upset? Yeah. Right. I mean. Uh, if you, you know more than I, I guess. I don't know. I saw a video of Shaquille O'Neal in a Home Depot surprising a couple of random customers and buying them a washer and dryer, just out of the blue, surprising them. Hey, I want to buy you this. They were, as you, as you would expect, they were just so grateful, taking selfies. He had a photographer with him, obviously, because it became like a big video thing. And I've always thought that the power of celebrity when it comes to somebody as, as big as Shaq, literally and figuratively, is that you can do stuff like that and really just make people's days, make people's lives. But when you put it on video, though, is it still a sweet gesture or does it become, look at me, Louie? I go back and forth on that. There's examples of this with celebrities and non-celebrities. There are people who have like crazy TikTok accounts and what their thing is they go around and they give like five hundred dollars to people out of nowhere they pay for people's groceries they buy them dinners they walk up to people you know there's a guy that cuts people's lawns that have like these overgrown lawns and it's like i'll do it for free he tells them he goes i'll videotape it and put it online for free it's just a whole industry now of there's a guy that goes around and gives haircuts for free and he's got a viral YouTube page. So it's like almost any industry and everything, there's somebody out there doing it for free on social media. I don't know why Shaq needs to do that because I was just reading this article the other day about what a great businessman Shaq is. Yeah. And that how many companies he's 
owns and what his worth is and how he doesn't spend blah 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 and it's wild the internet this these days with giving away things for free but it's like i'm i'm benefiting from it sure it's an it's an interesting balance because there is the the adage that you know don't you know, let not the left hand know what the right hand doeth you know when it comes to charity and things like that but like, like you I said, don't know. I don't. I don't know what that is. Okay, I think it's out of the Bible. Um, and and to there's a certain degree to that that, like, yeah, I I'm on board with that mindset. But at the same time, one, it's not my place to judge. You know, uh, but but the, you can do a lot of good by show by using your platform. And that's the thing. I d- I doubt that that's he's showing the only times he goes out. Right. There's probably several, and I think I've heard Shaq talk about this, be, being questioned about it, is that that's something he'll do with or without cameras. But sometimes right. using a camera can inspire other people's to do other people who have resources to do the same thing. And that's cool. If you can spread some good that way, why not? Yeah. Was that sponsored by Home Depot? I'm not sure. I, I saw it on an NBA affiliated website, and I, I don't think it was sponsored by Home Depot, but obviously... You saw the orange, yeah, you know, yeah, uniforms, yeah. and you know, obviously, it was at Home Depot. I can't, I can't remember who said it, but I've heard Dan repeat this a few times. Someone has once stated that if LeBron James really wanted to put his resources into solving world hunger, he has the influence that he could probably do that. John Amici is the one that said that, and and so, like, I think there is something to be said about putting your good works on display, at least to an extent. Um, right. I think if if we found out that's the only time you do it is when you can get praise or, you know, but, but then again, who am I to judge that? You know, if you're right. doing good, let it be for good. And what, if it inspires what, others to do that, awesome. Let's rock and roll. What could we do as a show that would be similar to that? Let's just go to like, let's show up at Home Depot and just start doing a podcast <laughs> for people just, like the three of us. <laughs> do- <laughs> like we'll just walk up to like three a random person in an aisle and we'll just like start hit the imaging and like you'll just be like welcome to the greg cody show oh, that'd and, be like, great we would be kicked out of that home depot so fast what's the cheapest thing we could go around and like buy for people that's like the because like we can't afford what Shaq can afford so it's like somebody's like at a gas station and it's like i got this can of coca-cola and m&ms like this is on me right you have a good day I, I, I think I think it comes down to what what are you able to do? They like to get, get biblical again. There's the story of the widow's mites. The lady that she gave mites are like like pennies to us, yeah. and she had two, and that was all she had, and she gave them all. I don't know but, that uh, story either. But yeah, but it uh um so like <laughs> you can just do cool things. You don't have to do earth shattering things for people. You at the gas station, you could hey let, this tank of gas is on me, or or sometimes just as something as simple as. This Coke, hey, I've got this for as they're in the checkout line. That's cool. Yeah. It's a little bit way to pay it forward. You can make somebody's day with that. It might not change their life, but it might change their day. And that's cool. Yeah, that's cool too. The other day I was at McDonald's and I was like the person I was like, How much is the the thing that behind me? And they were like forty eight seventy nine. I was like, All right, have a good day. <laughs> Just wanted to know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I run experiments, and it's just like this is one of these. Weird That's ones. funny because you do hear that a lot in the uh, in the line in the drive through line. You know, let me pay for the guy in back of me as long as it's under five bucks. I've never had that done for me. I haven't either. Jane and I were at a restaurant one time, and don't know why we you know, we but we we went out and they like, hey, your check's been taken care of. Wow. The thing that I've done, I've probably done this a half a dozen times, is. If someone in front of me at like a gas station, at like a, a restaurant that it's like they all of a sudden are like in a panic and like don't have something, 
I'm very quick. What is this? Is it just this? I got this. Don't worry about this. Go. Like I and then like right. I'll pay for their yeah. $21 like drink and gas and like just be like yes yeah it's 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 little things that we can do to just you know and it doesn't always have to be financial sometimes it's just time even taking five minutes to talk to somebody here let somebody hear you out there's a lot of ways where we can make positive impacts on the people around us and byproduct it feels good for us too let's all try to be Shaq. that's the moral of the story he seems to be someone who gets just a big kick out of it too. Like it makes his day to be able yeah. to make somebody else's day. Right. And if that if that brings you joy, why not do things that bring you joy? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeti, I want to ask you about Ken Jennings, and this came up in a group chat because we were talking about the Jeopardy host, and I was astonished to learn from you that you have crossed paths with Ken Jennings in a way that interested me because it's like what. I was, let me jump in first. When I saw this group text, and I know you guys, I, I had a banner week. Let me just say Vegas. All right. Get off my back. <laughs> but I, I did notice, I saw that text. And I remember thinking when I read it the first time, I thought my dad wrote it. And I was like, <laughs> my dad had something with Ken Jennings. This is going to be amazing. Sex. It was sex with Ken Jennings. And then Jennings. I was like, right. oh, it's Yeti. It's still going to be funny, but I was hoping for a split second that whatever Yeti's about to say was with my dad, because that would then we had another Kornheiser thing on our hands. <laughs> okay, uh, apparently Ken Jennings is the guy who now hosts Jeopardy, which I didn't even know. That most people know who Ken Jennings. Is. Okay, yeah. that's fine. He's one so of the hosts Yeti, of Jeopardy. Yeah. All right, tell us your Ken Jennings story. But he um, started as an all-time great performer. Like he's now a host since they've been looking true. for a host. But he made that's his true. name as like one of their best champions ever. He so. won. It was either seventy-five or seventy-six uh, in a row um, on Jeopardy. And so he played it. He was on Levitard show this week promoting his new book, and he played it a little off because they were they were like, you know what? Because he was just playing along with the questioning. You know, how bad do you kick yourself for the one for the question that you missed that made you break the streak or whatever? If I remember right. At the time, he was saying basically, I'm. He let it go on purpose. At the, it was at whatever number Bonds's home run record for the season uh, was at. It, he he timed it out with that, you know, it, like just to be nerdy and fun that way. I could be wrong, but if I remember right, I feel like he said something about it at the time. And now he's one of the hosts of Jeopardy. Him and a uh, man, Mayan Blalick, who played Blossom. But anyway, I was at a uh, Wil- I was at a. Um, a uh, a Wilco concert in 2007 out in Seattle at Marymore Park. Salute to you, white guy. <laughs> and I um well and and, and I I don't know if I want to tell the whole story because I, I really want to get him on the show and and have this story with him. But my friend was like, I think that's the guy from Jeopardy. I'm like Ken Jennings. She said, Yeah. He was like ten feet from us, just sitting on the ground waiting for the show to start because we were further back um, at, at the time because nothing, you know, nothing was going on. It's a big outdoor amphitheater, and he no idea what it looks like. You don't. Yeah. And, well, and I looked. I was like, Yeah, that's him. I'm pretty sure that's him. So I walked up to him, and instead of saying, Hey, Ken, I'm Greg, I walked up to him and I'm like, Are you him? because <laughs> oh i didn't know what to say i was so oh weird that's creepy and, and he goes am i who and uh we proceeded and and so yeah we we had like a 10 minute conversation and it was fun i thought, I thought maybe that he, that was like an answer for one of his jeopardy questions and like that was like a deep cut are you him right what is am i whom <laughs> who is <laughs> this man sitting on the ground next to me at a wilco concert Boop, boop, who is ken jennings no um but i don't know if that connection is going to land us ken jennings but we should go after him there, I, I just think we should go after him he's promoting his book that's why we should go after him. i would talk to him 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'd love, be, I'd love, be, the, the, the real thing is I owe him an apology and I'm not going to yeah. say why yet because I, I want to get him on the show. It's but more I, than just, are you him? Yes, yes. Okay. We had a conversation and immediately after I broke away from him, I felt terrible about part of that interaction and I've carried yeah. it with me for, uh, we're pushing uh, 16 years now. And uh, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to apologize to him. Wow. I'd, I'd like Tua to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I, you just said I'd like Tua. So I just I'd like Tua. That's right. <laughs> you are correct. I did say I'd like anyway. Tua. All right. Anyway. I have three more things we need to get to. Number one, we have to get to the dad jokes because we didn't get to them last week. The anticipation has been building. Okay. okay. I'm not saying we don't have to do three facts, Jack, unless you want, but I do have them both. And they're they're shorter than usual. Should I do both of those? Because then we have two other things we I mean, need to get to Zazzle, before we Zazzle is actually here for this week for the the dad jokes. Like we wanted to do it last week at the watch along. He's like, That's Yeah, right. so I'm here. What's up, awesome. Greg Cody? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm awesome to be here. Okay. This this segment? It's a good segment. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Thank let me you. hear. Number three, what is a math teacher's favorite dessert? Dead air. I don't know. Pie. 3.14. That's, that's not funny. Yeah. That's not funny. Ratio of a cir <laughs> circle circumference to its diameter. Number two, how do you arrest a pig? Dead air. Put them in handcuffs. Handcuffs? I was going to say, do you cuff its oinkles? <laughs> these, jokes are, these jokes are just like your columns, Cody. They're just uh, pred predictable. God, number one, it's just stupid. Number one, what do you call male siblings who love math? Whatever. Algebros. That's dumb, Greg. That's, that's decent, but all terrible. Just wasted time. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That segment. Uh, they're not pretty awesome. good. Do we want three facts, Jack, or no? All right, I'm leaving. That was Zazlo. He's gone. All right. No, I'm just saying. Do we yeah, want? Yeah, sure. Facts, Go Jack? ahead, Dad. It's your podcast. Okay, but don't leave because we have a couple of other things we need to get to. There are yes. three things that interest him. So sit right back for three facts, Jack. I'm not going anywhere. Zazlo left. <laughs> okay. All right, three facts check. Number three, human taste buds are microscopic organs with cells that die off quickly. They age and lose sensitivity fast, which is why the body regenerates them every two weeks or so. Taste buds are not all replaced at once, though. On any given day, about 10% of our taste bud sensors die, while another 20 to 30% are in the process of developing. That means most days, humans have full access to only about two thirds of their taste buds. Number two. Or, or more if they develop quickly. Well, that's, uh, we're, we're generalizing here. <laughs> number two. I want to turn number two into a little bit of a quiz. There are only six foods that never expire. You each get one guess, and if you get it right, you can continue. Who wants to start? Never expire? There are six foods that never expire. Take a guess. If you're wrong, I'll go zzz. My first thought was olive oil. It can go rancid. Olive oil can go rancid. Twinkies. Okay. You guys McDonald's are doing bad. hamburger. I'm going to give you the six foods. Spam. Honey. Huh? White rice. Right about. Salt. Sugar. Vanilla extract. And vinegar. Those are all ingredients except for honey and vinegar, maybe. Honey and high use honey is an ingredient more than anything. If you <laughs> ingest them... Right. If you ingest them, they are foods. Number one, in the year 2000, Blockbuster had the chance to buy 
an up-and-coming young DVD rental company for only $50 million. Netflix, yeah. I've read this article. Okay, you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're done. Way to go. You ruined the three facts, Jack. <laughs> or did I make it great? No, you really didn't. There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for three facts, Jack. Dad, you said it was a quiz. Sad. You no, said it quiz, was a quiz. No, no. The quiz was the six foods that don't expire. <laughs> I thought the you quiz said quiz was not you, number I think one. You said the remaining two are quizzes. No. All right, you ruined it. <laughs> um, okay, before we get to the final thing I want to talk about, Christopher, do we have to do a Heat Panthers wrap up? Should we, like, are we obliged to just do 30 seconds on that or no? I feel like we did two and a half months of this. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I know you're right. Like you're I think, right. like, like yeah, like 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 we can do one more thirty second loop where we both talk about how much fun it was and how cool and you know how similar they were and how historic they would have been if they won, even though they both took farts in the finals. They took farts in the finals. Well, let's not do that. Okay, let's not do that. Um, <laughs> I want to talk before we go on the way out. You guys both have daughters, and you were talking about life situations where, um, in and your daughters are different ages, but they're both starting to ask questions that test parenthood a little bit. And uh, I, I want to get into that because I remember Graceland, uh, maybe, you know, six months ago or something, in our kitchen, saw Jumpin' Charlie with, uh, you know, oh, the God. red rocket going on. <laughs> Jumpin' Charlie had the red rocket. And she said, what is that? And I said, that's his pee-pee. That's what he goes pee-pee with. Oh, it's that's the first she, thing that came to my mind. That's why she calls it that. Okay, so... <laughs> Anyway, no, I, she came up to me the other day and she like misspoke. Like, she, I think she heard it somewhere on like, I don't know who, it, I, but she, like, is, she was just like, Daddy, you have a peanuts. <laughs> and she, I was like, I thought she was like, are you telling me I have like a bag of peanuts here? And then she was just like, no, down <laughs> like down there in your private, it's a peanuts. And I'm like, go talk to your mother. I was just <laughs> like, I was like, go tell your mom what you just said. Like, I don't know. Like that was the first time that she's like kind of addressed that. And I was just like, Oh no. Peanuts. That's hilarious. I was like, I was like, honestly, I was like, cause Christy told her the Chris Whittingham. She was like, she hit him with the Chris Whittingham of like, let's just say it like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like my dad, I was like, or PP PP works like, you know, He's like, I feel like that's the play, right? Just be honest and yeah, talk to yeah. them, right? Like, right. No, and but what's weird is we are pretty open with our kids. Um, yeah, and because I do not want them googling. I that, right. that's, that's the big thing. Be open with them so they don't search the internet because that's going to be right. like so they're always coming to you, right? It would have been so bad for me. It was bad enough without the internet. It would have been so yeah. bad for me if if we had the internet when I started. I don't know how I like because my parents that stuff. We didn't. Talk, I, I didn't feel like I could. My parents never said don't talk about it or don't ask us. I just never felt like I could. So we want our kids to feel like they can approach us. I don't even remember like how I learned all that stuff. Like I, I have no recollection of like what I did to like like did I was it friends at school? I'm sure it's like kids, right? It's it's probably like it's a mix. Yeah, right. That's where you probably get it first. And then you're like, mom, what is this? What are they talking yeah, about? Yeah, because you didn't have any older siblings to kind of like, you know, yeah, you know, like let you in on things gently. It's all the, yeah. you're at the wolves at school. That was me too. So Penny, um, so, so Penny started it, it like, this has surprised me because we talk about a lot. We've talked about the birds and the bees. We, she knows what sex is. It's, we've explained what sex is. I How old is she? she? Knows it. Uh, Penny is 12 now. 
But we've been yeah. talking about it since, and probably for the last two years, I think, is when we first kind of gave her the general idea because um, she started asking questions. But it's funny how much she still doesn't like understand about like basic anatomy. And she was asking me the other day, she said, are nuts the same thing as testicles? And so I had to have that, you know, had mm. to talk about that for a minute, told her, yeah. Then she said, do you pee from your nuts? And I was yeah. like, no, no. We, you know, so I explained the urethra or whatever. She's like, what does the penis look like? And I was like, we're a pretty nude household. Like we, I was about to say like, I like that, that I think that, and I was yeah. like, you've seen me naked. She's like, but I don't stare. I'm like, thank you. One. Thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> but then, so she, so, so I was like, I, I, I didn't know how Jane wanted to approach that with her. Like as far as what we show her. And I forgot Jane has some anatomy books and ultimately that's what we used. So I to, was about to say, to be silly, the play. <laughs> to be funny. What I did was I, I, I pulled up a, a United States map and I said, this is Florida. America's Wang. <laughs> and, she, and she said, Is it it's that long? And I said, This is Rhode Island. America's Wang. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But uh but, That's but ultimately, yeah, we showed her the anatomy books and stuff like that. And so like, you know, like Jane and she's just like <gasps> so that gross. is just a better play i think than you just dropping trow right so like, uh, yeah, yes probably. Chris, I, right. You know, i can contemplate it i thought there'd be better ways to go about doing this. <laughs> very good point by you um literally very good point by you very you know very impressive <laughs> this is someone who dropped a d's nuts on me joke like two years ago of course right. not having any idea what she was saying yeah but yeah no that's uh there used to be sex education classes in school. I, I took they it. literally were called sex education. I took it. That I remember. That's where you saw like, right? Like, like what things looked like. They didn't. Yeah, they explained exactly. us anatomy, but they didn't explain to us sex. Like I heard stories about a, a teacher breaking a banana, putting a condom on it, but we didn't have that. And wow. these mm. classes haven't either yet. Okay. All right, as we talk about putting condoms on bananas, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Put a condom on this episode, wrap it up, and um, we will see you guys next week, guys, gals, and everything else, and we'll see you next week. Love you. Love you all. Wrap. <laughs>